Hello and welcome to Caught My Ear, where two music-obsessed mates grab a mic and have a chat about what music they've been listening to. My name is Maddie. My name is Vivian. And this is episode 49 of the podcast, so we're going to do it via Zoom again this week. So (laughs) again, um, apologies for any technical issues, but we're trying to, we're slowly figuring it out. So first of all, we'll start with um, our news segment. So Vivian, if you want to read your first news story, please. Yes, so our first story comes from Music Feeds and it's written by Alex Gallagher and it says Taylor Swift, Delta Goodrum and more join Lady Gaga's virtual benefit concert this weekend. So before I continue reading, um, this is as of recording, we're recording this on Sunday the 19th. Um, It has happened already, but (laughs) we figured we'd talk about it because it's such a great lineup and we're pretty sure you'll be able to watch it on YouTube Um, after it's already been live streamed. So going into the story now. So it says earlier this month, it was announced that Lady Gaga would be curating a huge live stream benefit special this weekend called One World Together at Home in collaboration with Global Citizen and the World Health Organization to support those on the front line of the coronavirus pandemic. The lineup was already fairly massive, including the likes of Paul McCartney, Lizzo, Alanis Morissette, Billie Eilish and Billy Joe from Green Day, just to name a few. And it's just gotten even bigger with the addition of Taylor Swift, our own Delta Goodrum, and like way more. That's what the story says. <laughs> <laughs> Alicia Keys, Camila Cabello, Celine Dion, Jennifer Lopez, LL Cool J, Pharrell Williams, Sam Smith, Shawn Mendes, and Usher are a small handful of the other artists that will now be doing their part to raise money through the event will go directly to the United Nations Foundation's COVID-19 Response Fund. Lady Gaga said she's already been able to raise $35 million to combat the pandemic with the help of corporate leaders and philanthropists. One World Together at Home will be streaming live this Sunday, 19th of April from 4 to 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time on YouTube with a two-hour special on Channel 10 from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. and MTV Australia from 6 p.m. So yeah, like I said, it's already happened, but we're pretty sure you'll be able to watch it again on youtube so yeah what an enormous lineup like that is ridiculous i know the power that lady gaga has (laughs) (laughs) i know it's kind of crazy like those are some really big names not just now but also like people that you know sort of were really really popular in like the early 2000s and the 90s so like it's pretty cool to just have that diverse lineup with just a set of artists that Pretty much anyone, I guess, could like or could listen to. Yeah, I guess that's a, that's a good point too, because you wouldn't want some like random obscure thing that no one actually wants to listen to. Like these are like <laughs> huge, huge popular artists. So it's, what what was it? Thirty five million she's already raised. Yeah, that is thirty five million, phenomenal. which is phenomenal. It's crazy. I know. Shout out to Lady it's Gaga. So great. I know she's she's a queen, and we we love her. We stand. <laughs> we stand. We're the little monsters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh dear. All right. So now we'll head into our second news story. Maddie, what have you got? For so us? my story is all about the Disney family sing along that happened. Um, this is an article from Billboard, written by Lindsay Havens, and it reads: um, Pop's biggest stars Ariana Grande, Christina Aguilera, and more covered some of Disney's most loved and sing along friendly hits. As the world continues to suffer and combat the coronavirus, the hour long special offered some levity laughs and a ton of nostalgia 
Over a montage of memorable scenes from Moana, Frozen, Toy Story, and more Disney classics, host Ryan Seacrest said, Tonight we come together and take a break to share in the joy of Disney. As the special started, Seacrest greeted viewers from his kitchen, which had been ever so slightly dressed up in Disney paraphernalia, from a wooden Disneyland (laughs) sign to a Mrs. Potts and Chip tea set. He didn't waste much time, though, nor could he afford to, as the special packed in well over 20 performances from the comfort of each superstar's home. From a surprise performance to Beyonce to a high school musical reunion, these are the best moments from the show. So there's a, I'll read out some of the um, artists that sang. Um, so Little Big Town did A Spoonful of Sugar from Mary Poppins. And then you have Ali Cravalho, who's the um, voice of Moana. She sang How Far I'll Go. And then, yeah, Beyonce had a sort of special cameo and she sang When You Wish Upon a Star. Darren Chris was I Want to Be Like You from The Jungle Book. Ariana Grande did I Won't Say I'm In Love from Hercules, which was really cool. And then you've got Christina Aguilera um, who did Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Um, Thomas Rhett, Do You Want to Build a Snowman? And the cast of High School Musical, they all streamed. They did like a, um, a reunion of We're All in This Together, which is fabulous. And I can't believe that that happened. It makes my heart sing so that is I know. yeah that was my story disney sing along how cool that's pretty crazy like i think the thing that sort of gets me there is the high school musical reunion because i know well i mean i'm not like a huge fan but i i know that people have been trying to get like the cast to you know reunite and like do some sort of yeah yeah reunion thing and then I I think I heard that like Zac Efron was the one who was kind of like nah like don't really want to be a part of that (laughs) um (laughs) which is like fair enough I guess he's the one who's probably had the biggest career yeah I think I don't think he was actually in it I think it was just um, yeah so (laughs) yeah that that also doesn't surprise me because it's like okay yeah we'll just do it without him but no um I think it's really cool I I will say though Ariana Grande like I love the fact that she did a song from Hercules I know oh my god I feel like she would play like if there was ever a live action movie of Hercules like her playing Meg I think would just be awesome she has to be why. Meg I love it I feel like I love just everything so about well. that yeah oh my god <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that is so cool like that of course just melts like our Disney our little Disney hearts oh <laughs> my god love Disney so much and the whole Beyonce thing was like yeah beautiful. like that's so cool yeah so that's so cool overall really really cool um I love that they did that so yeah that's yeah. my new story for this week Vivian what what else have you got for us so our final uh, news story is also coming from Music Feeds, written by Laura English, and it says, SBS announces week-long Eurovision Festival to ease the pain. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Eurovision may have fallen victim to coronavirus's cancellation spree, but SBS is still fulfilling our need for the beloved International Song Contest by putting on a week-long festival. It'll run between Sunday the 10th of May and Sunday the 17th of May. The event will still be partially hosted by a power duo, uh, Miff Warhurst and Joel Creasy and homegrown hero Montaigne will still be blessing us with her performance, which was initially set to take place at the 2020 comp in Rotterdam next month. The Eurovision Festival will combine SBS's own show, Eurovision 2020 Big Night In, and the Netherlands' Eurovision Europe Shine a Light. Quote, 64 years ago, Eurovision was born as an idea to help unite people after a period of turmoil and instability. 
In 2020, SBS is incredibly proud to fill the gap left from the cancellation of this year's contest in Rotterdam with a network event that champions the same, the very same goal, says Josh Mutton, SBS commissioning editor and Australian head of delegation. So yeah. I love that. I love that they're trying to it's like so cool. do something because of like the fact that it was cancelled. Like they're trying to make up for it with, with this. Yeah. I love that. I love that idea. Yeah. And I love the fact that they're getting Montaigne to perform Don't Break Me because <laughs> yeah. it's like, well, we're not going to see her play it next year. So. May as well milk May it for all well. it's worth now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I mean, yeah, like just the fact that they're doing like a week long thing is really cool. Um, you know, I, so many, I feel like that so- whole sort of discussion of Australia, like participating in Eurovision has always been sort of like a debate, but yeah. it's really cool that um sbs has sort of just you know thrown their hands in and say yeah we're just gonna promote this we're gonna do something special for the community which i think is really cool yeah because it's such a beloved thing in australia like i like Mm. even before obviously we were sort of like included it was like i know so many people who would always like watch it and like take the time Mm. to like absolutely you know go all in and watch the whole thing and it's such a popular yeah. thing over here and I think it's really good that, you know, they're they're doing something for that like wider community. It's sort of like a um, you know, extending the hand to the rest of the world type thing, which is really cool. So mm, yeah, for sure. So that brings us to the end of our news segment for this episode. So before we go into our song section of the podcast, we encourage you guys to pause the podcast, go down to the description and click either the Spotify or YouTube playlist to listen to the songs that we're about to talk about. So you don't get lost if we mention something interesting or something weird. <laughs> so yes, <laughs> we'll start with song of the week. Maddie, what have you got for us? So my song of the week this week is from a singer songwriter from Britain called Mary Eckert. And then the song name is, I'm pretty I don't know how you pronounce it, right? It's I F yeah. it's I F A H, but the thing is it's supposed to be like it's it's an acronym. So it stands for oh. I I know because it was bugging me. I'm like, what is this a word? What does this mean? So I looked it up <laughs> and it it's an actual it's an acronym for I feel at home. So that's oh. what the song title wow. is sort of is. But aside all that, this song is gorgeous and like I I cannot express to you how much I was just floored by Mary Eckert's vocals in this song. They're just absolutely gorgeous. She is an angel and I absolutely love everything about this. It's basically like this piano, piano driven ballad and it's just her gorgeous vocals floating atop the whole time. It's amazing. Like basically the gist of the song is it's all about like sort of this one-sided love story and she's sort of like hanging on to this person um, who doesn't give her that much attention and it's sort of like she's she's trying so hard to like win them over but it's not working um, but it's this gorgeous like and you can hear sort of like the the emotion in her vocals and how like like I don't know what the word is it's sort of like a very yearning song and like it's sort mm. of like an aching kind of like emotional tone to it and it's just amazing and i love everything yeah. about it no for sure um when when i listened to the song i was i was not expecting 
for some reason, and it's probably because we're, you know, stuck inside and we're just all going a little bit crazy. <laughs> when I li- first listened to this song, I was so, I don't know, emotional. I know. Just listening to it. And I was like, why? Like, I mean, I don't resonate with the story of the song, but her, the way she was singing and the way that she was sort of telling the story and just the production is so beautiful as well mm. because it's so subtle like it it starts it's a ballad but it has so many like subtle layers to it that really sort of tie the song together and when i don't know i was just like why why am i about to cry i know i <laughs> think like... i think i look because i had discovered this song like a month ago and i've just been like constantly listening to it like all the time but i th- i'm pretty sure the first time i heard it i like was tearing up and i was crying because i'm yeah. like this is so much and yeah like like you said i don't really like resonate with the story but it's just the the way in which that she conveys what she's trying to say in the story it's yeah. just like so overwhelming <laughs> i didn't know what to do with myself like, that that's exactly it like i was sort of just like oh like and her, her vocal flourishes that she sort of has oh, yeah. in the song i was like wow this is gorgeous and Phenomenal. it just it kind of yeah it kind of makes me want to see like check out her other stuff as well because i was like wow this is such like this is right down my alley like we both love ballads but i love sort of that really emotional storytelling yeah, as well so, i think yeah. she's only got like a couple of singles though like i don't know oh, if it's if really? this is like if she's only got like one or two but yeah like she oh. doesn't have that much of a like discography yet but uh, i'm just yeah i'm so interested to hear more of her voice because i am in love with it and i love everything about her so yeah that is my song of the week it is ifa ifa i feel at home really um by (laughs) mary eckert so that's my song of the week um vivian what is yours so my song of the week this week is light of love by florence and the machine um so as you guys know i love florence and the machine it's definitely like florence Welch is one of my favorite singers of all time. She's a gorgeous songwriter. And this song, um, it actually, so it released just the other day, this past week. And um, it was supposed to be on their latest album, High as Hope. Um, but it, for some reason, it wasn't. But the reason why they released it is they it, it's sort of like to show support for all the health workers currently working um, through this pandemic at the moment. And you can really hear that through through the song, mm. um, which is so interesting because obviously High as Hope came out, I want to say, in 2018. Um, so the fact that she wrote this song or they wrote this song that long ago and to put it out now, it's so fitting um, for the current situation. And with this particular one, why... And I think it's, it's definitely a true Florence and the Machine song in terms of its um, production but it's very toned down in terms yeah. of like the actual instrumentation. So it starts off sort of like a ballad, like you kind of feel like it's not going to build anywhere. But what I love so much about this track is it slowly builds to the end chorus when everyone's sort of just, it's like this communal, just sing along to this really hopeful message about how we have to hold on and just see this through and it's yeah I just I really just love that slow build up because it starts with like you know um in like the first verse it's just a few instruments and then in the chorus it's very toned down but then as the second verse comes in um the percussion sort of starts building up and it's it's yeah it's really gorgeous and um 
again, like we just talked about when I first heard this, I was emotional and I was like, <laughs> why am I just crying this week? I know. It's, <laughs> we're just, we're just really sad. We're very lonely. We are. <laughs> no, but like the, that was one of the things that I sort of, yeah, really took to as well. Like when the, like, cause it's a very sort of, um, the way that it builds, it's sort of like a very, um, marching type like yes, percussion yes. beat and then like yep. it's sort of like oh that's like a kind of a cool um element to it and then I didn't realize it would sort of like swell up into this whole big you know you so just sort of like picture everyone like walking down the main street just like marching along to this song and like obviously yeah, social sure. distancing but like <laughs> um <laughs> it's just like the picture that you sort of like get in your mind and I just like loved that sort of like marching percussion that sort of like drives the whole thing. And then I wasn't expecting the last chorus to like go that hard. I was like, okay, mm. I really like, it sort of like took me by surprise too. Cause I was sort of just like listening to it, like while I was um, doing other stuff. And then I was like, oh, hold on. Where did this like whole beautiful, like big chorus come from? And it just sort of, yeah, yeah it comes out of nowhere, but it's amazing. It's beautiful. And Florence, like her voice, as always, is beautiful. But it's incredible. Yeah, Yeah, her voice is just like just she has this incredible ability to just sort of convey any emotion. I think, which is just such a talent to have as a singer. But yeah, so that's my song of the week, "Light of Love" by uh, Florence and the Machine. So now we're gonna go into "Under a Rock." Um, and I'll kick us off. So my Under a Rock this week is Let Me Know by Clear Eyes featuring Drew Love and Lauren Hereggi. I don't know if I said that yeah, right. Yeah, I'm, sure I'm pretty sure that's how you say it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So this one, I'm kind of cheating a little bit with, with this Under a Rock because I when I first heard this song, it came up on my um, release radar and I was like, who's, I was like, I don't listen to Drew Love or Lauren Hereggi. Like, I don't understand why this is coming up with my release radar. Um, But then I clicked onto Clear Eyes and it turns out that it's the solo project of Jeremy, who is the producer in Marion Hill. Oh, you cheeky bugger. (laughs) That's not fair. (laughs) I know. But that's the thing. I was like, oh, this technically counts. I mean, I didn't know who they were. (laughs) (laughs) until I clicked their profile. (laughs) You never would have known if you didn't do that. So I don't blame you. Yeah, that's the thing. So uh, that's why I chose chose this track for this week. And it's so interesting because I, 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 of course, I listened to the song before I actually found out who Clear Eyes was. And I, the first thing that really sort of grabbed me was how just, it's sort of this like very chilled out, lo-fi kind of song. It's, it's very good for, I guess, sort of just, you know, sort of, I have this playlist called For a Rainy Day, which is just basically like a chill playlist. And as soon as I heard the song, I put it in that playlist because I was like, this is so perfect for just those chilled afternoons where you just want to chill out and just, you know, do something, put something on in the background. And another thing that sort of interested me was the vocals of Drew Love and Lauren Hereggi. I was kind of surprised because... Drew Love, I've I've seen him sort of float around in like the pop scene, I guess. Um, he's he's been like a featured vocalist on quite a few tracks, and I've never properly listened to his vocals, but he's got such an interesting voice. Yeah, that I was like, I was like, wow, he's. I might have to like sort of dig into um, his. Hopefully, he has some like solo stuff because 
yeah, I was like, this is really cool. Um, and then again with Lauren, who was a part of um, Fifth Harmony, she is, honestly, I did not think like as I was sort of listening to the song, I was like, how's Lauren going to fit into this? Because for some reason I was just picturing like um, Fifth Harmony, but yeah, like again, I was like, wow, okay. I'm take, I take back what I said. Like she fits in with this track as well. So yeah, yeah. absolutely. When I saw like, especially Lauren, cause I had never really heard of Drew Love, but when I saw like, I knew who Lauren was, I was like, mm. okay, how, how is this going to work? But then when I heard, I was like, okay, the, like, the way in which her tone really, yeah. really sort of fits. Like, she has this really sort of, like, dark, mature, like, deep vocal tone. And it just works so well with the vibe of this song. Like, she is such an underrated vocalist. Like, I am calling that now. Yeah. Like, yeah. very, very underrated. Because she has, like, this subtle power to her voice Mm -hmm. and you can it absolutely comes out in this song and like kudos to her because this is it's a phenomenal song for her like her type of voice and she just shines on this track for sure and i absolutely love like the production obviously because you know everything that marion hill does is phenomenal so this is obviously no different and something that really grabbed me was like the way that the bass line is used in this song is really really cool like right at the beginning it's it's a lot more pronounced than probably throughout the rest of the song but right at the beginning i was like oh hello like this is cool it's very cool so yeah i was like really impressed with this song overall yeah and it kind of like another thing i wanted to mention was like marion hill's style of music is very different to this Mm. and it kind of um just like it, you can sort of because you know like we've said in the past of Marion Hill they like to play with percussion a lot like they like to sort of make percussive elements out of things that you wouldn't typically expect and um this track is very different and I was kind of like okay I'd be really interested to see if he sort of continues with this solo project what he um releases because I think it's only he's only done this song I could be wrong but um yeah so I'm really cool I'm really interested to see like what else he sort of comes out with yeah but um but yeah that's my under a rock this week let me know by clear eyes featuring drew love and lauren Haregi. maddie what's your under a rock okay so my under a rock guys i've finally done it i've listened <laughs> to thelma plum i've done it Woo! and i am thoroughly impressed i'm very yeah. sad that it's taken <laughs> me this long but i have done it so my um under a rock song this week is nick cave um, by her from her um, Better in Black album and mm-hmm. something that the reason that I sort of chose this song above some of the others because I do like quite a few of the songs on that album I have to admit um, mm-hmm. the reason I chose this one is I think it's just a really cool like the way that she sort of tells the story in this song is really really nice because it's like it's basically this guitar driven, um, song. It's very sort of like, um, it's not really, um, high energy or anything. It's just sort of this chill guitar strumming, like what you'd sort of hear, sort of like what you sort of hear from like a busker on the side of the road. Like it's very like toned down, very like chill, nice. Um, and the whole gist of the song, right. Is, um, there's this person that she wants to go after or they have sort of been, um, like flirting a little bit, there's like an interest there, but the love interest of her 
is already taken from someone else. And the way that she sort of um, says in the chorus, like, you know, if it sort of all goes goes bad or something goes wrong and, like, the other, you know, the other girl, like, finds out that they have, like, a thing, you know, it's sort of, like, the way that she says it's, um, it's on you, like, it's on them to not, like, um, break it off with them if you've got an interest in me type thing. And then, you know, mm-hmm. if, um, you know, you've got to basically decide who you want to go after because I don't want it coming back to fall on me. Like, it should be on you and, like, she says in there, you know, I don't hate the other girl. I hate you for like going on this um, sort of like two way street. Um, but yeah, it's just like a really, really nice song. And I love her vocals. She has a very, very beautiful voice. And it's such a nice song to listen to. And like, it's a very relatable like lyricism that she has, which is really nice. And mm. I think why she's so popular. And it's a very, like, you can tell she's Australian too because it's so laid back yes. in the way that everything yes. is sort of described. And it's like, you know, she doesn't, like, beat around the bush. It's like, you mm. know, if if this person, like, if you like me, tell me and break up with her. Like, so it's not my fault. Like, this is your fault. Don't, you know, <laughs> bring me into your mess, yeah. basically. Like, if yeah. you if you want to pursue me, do it. Break it off with her and let's go. Like, come on. But yeah. it's, yeah, it's just a really, really nice song. And, like, again, vocals, guitar, like, she just works so well with that with that combo. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I'm impressed overall. Yeah. I feel like with, with this song, um, there's sort of, like, this hard, like, this hard edge to it. Mm. But then you when you sort of dig deeper into the lyrics, there's this sort of vulnerability about it as well, which I really like. I sort of really love how she sort of woves the, like those two like um, subjects like together very well. Like she, you know, she sort of says, like you said in the chorus, like she says, I don't hate her. I hate you. But then like, you know, she talks about how she, she was a vegan. Like she tried to be a vegan. Yeah. For, she like worked at Mrs. And... Funnery's just to like, yeah. hope that, like he would yeah. like her and stuff. Yeah, yeah, which which I really just like we've always said all the time on this podcast that we love sort of that personalized storytelling and this like this song just fits that to a T. Like the way she sort of tells this story, it's so personal yeah. and vulnerable but yet like there is this sort of hardness like if you want to be with me you need to break up with this girl. Like that's sort of like the whole um thing around it. But yeah, like I agree like her I also just want, like, her accent is also yeah. adorable. <laughs> love it. Like, it's it sounds so good because you can, like we said, you can tell that she's Australian in, like, what she's sort of, like, how she's sort of singing about it, but in her vocals as well. Yeah, like, the accent so cute. comes through I love and it. it's so cute. And then also yeah. at the end, like, I just love this sort of, um, this little line at the end, you know, because it's something about, like, in five years someone, like, told her that, that they'd broken up and then she just goes, like, yeah. oh, well right at the end and that's how the yep. song ends it's just like oh well and that's it <laughs> it's yep. just i it's just so thought it was good. like a really cute sort of finish to it like oh you know yeah that happens <laughs> yeah oops <laughs> but yeah so that's why i i'm so glad that i finally you know bit the bullet did it listen to her album because yeah i just you're on the train now. i am definitely on the <laughs> thelma train absolutely love it but yeah that is my particular um, under a rock song is Nick Cave by Thelma Plum. So what was um, 
Oh, wait. We're going into Caught My Ear now, aren't we? Um, so yeah. with Caught My Ear, I guess I'll kick us off first. Uh, mine was mm-hmm. Pretty Lips by Winehouse. So this song, again, never really heard of these guys before. I was contemplating um, doing this as my under a rock, but mm-hmm. I couldn't get over the saxophone in this song. I just couldn't. Like, it was... It's so good. So good. So, so, so good. I absolutely love it. I've been, like, I've been waiting to, like, talk about this song for a while now. (laughs) Like, okay, like, next podcast, like, we've got to do it. Like, I've got to bite the bullet and do it. But, yeah. Love it. So, basically, this is, um, so, One House, they're a band from Washington in the U.S. And um, I'm pretty sure they're, like, a five-piece band. And, like, this song overall has, like, sort of a very almost like a beachy kind of vibe to it it's kind of a bit like yeah. laid back kind of like it's sort of the way that the sort of like lead guitar like sort of solos and riffs throughout it, it sort of helps that kind of vibe but um yeah the saxophone in it it sort of isn't as pr- like I'm pretty sure it's like in the in the intro and then it kind of like flickers occasionally throughout and then it gets to this bit after like the second chorus or something and all of the instruments kind of like fade out and it's like just the saxophone and then it like slowly builds but it's sort of like just like this saxophone solo and it's like really 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 shines and I just want to like shout out the saxophone player in Winehouse because it is absolutely (laughs) phenomenal and I love it every time there's like a saxophone in a song I'm just like yes I'm down keep going keep doing what you're doing absolutely love it but yeah overall it's like a really really nice laid back song um it was released like last year i think it was like their first single of theirs so it's not like a fairly new one they've released stuff since but yeah overall i like really 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 love it that's really impressive i know right (laughs) this was their first song (laughs) first song and it's absolutely great i don't understand it's so good it's such a fun for me like when i listen to it i i like you sort of said how it's got this sort of beach vibe to it mm. it's like a really fun summery song yeah like yep. you know like I, I don't know this might sound weird but like when you listen to certain songs they're like for me they remind me of certain seasons and like this one's definitely one that you would play in summer mm-hmm. like yeah going to the beach driving like definitely definitely yeah. understand that vibe for sure that is yeah. a great way to describe it yeah definitely very summery very beachy um, like mm. afternoon lazy day type like yeah, yeah. really 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 awesome uh, and again like vocalist is really really good too um, so good love her vocals um, but overall I feel like it's just a really like it's a really cohesive song like you wouldn't expect mm. like a summery beachy song to have a saxophone in it but it just like melds into everything so well and they've just done a great job of incorporating that and like i yeah i'm for sure very impressed with the way that they've done it so yeah that is my caught my eyes pretty lips by winehouse i'll throw it over to you viv what have you got so my caught my ear this week is forever by charlie xcx um so this this is weird for me as you guys know because we've always said that you know, when we listened to Charlie XCX's latest album, we both were like, what is this? Yeah. This is definitely, like, <laughs> from a different timeline. Like, this is from another, like, universe. Yeah. What is this album? 
And But the thing is, when I listened to this song, so she just released this, I want to say, about two weeks ago. And um, it's this... It's, it's really interesting because it's a sort of love song. It's a very typical love song in the sense that I'll always love you forever, blah, 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 all that typical stuff. But the thing about this track in particular that caught my ear was the production. And now that, you know, she's, I've sort of listened to this and listened to her latest album, I definitely think this is the realm she's going down, which is this sort of robotic very like mechanical production yeah um and and that's when i listened to this song well i for some reason i just thought that it was like a robotic love song like i just thought like two robots were oh my I don't god know <laughs> i just pictured that because the production is like it's so like robotic it's so mechanical and it's very it's very interesting though like i've I've honestly never heard anything like it before, which is why I respect her because, you know, I think a lot of people like to sort of tear down like what she tries to do, but I think she's very smart in how she approaches production. And, you know, it, it all sort of works well because she uses like autotune as well, like to sort of fit into that theme, mm. um, which is like, you know, it's just a stylistic choice that I think, you know, at first... Like, in, in her latest album, I was not feeling it. But with this particular track, I was like, okay, like, I kind of like this because the chorus is also just really easy to sing, sing along to. And it's kind of like this really fun, easygoing, like, song. Like, it's not really, like, this in-depth, um, you know, like, lyrically or anything. But the production is so interesting that, like, I just keep listening to it. Yeah. Look, um... I am sort of still on the I don't like it train. Um, yeah. yeah. Not gonna lie, I like. I was not expecting that much distortion at the beginning of it, and I had my headphones up yeah. fairly loud, and I played this song, and <laughs> oh, I like no. threw them off my head. I was like, "What in the oh, world no. is going on? What is this? Oh my god!" <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The beginning is a little bit much. It's a lot. (laughs) I just could, and I don't like. I like the chorus. I don't hate it. Mm. I think it's okay, but I couldn't get past (laughs) that. I was. I think it just tainted me. Just the beginning. Like I just couldn't scarred you. (laughs) I couldn't do it. I couldn't listen to the whole thing. I was like, okay. I think because as much as the distortion is a lot at the beginning. It sort of like it continues throughout the verses yep. and it's sort of like that's the whole kind of backing of like the verses because mm. it goes away during the chorus and it's sort of like a really nice sort of light chorus. And then it like because yep. when the first chorus came in, I was like, oh, OK, this is how the song's supposed to sound. And then the distortion came <laughs> back in and I went, oh, OK, I hate it again. Like, <laughs> I was like, I can't, I can't decide whether I like it or not, but it's more, it's more on oh. the, I don't like spectrums. But again, yeah. like you and said, okay. I respect the choices. I don't agree with them, but I respect yep. the experimentation and what she was going for and the sound that she's trying yeah. to create. But yeah, not. And I think that's, that's kind of why I like it yeah. because even though, like, because it's just something that our ears, like, that, you're right, like, in the intro with that distortion, like, 
it it feels wrong to have that much distortion. It was shocking. It, it was shocking. It really yeah, was. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's almost unpleasant, you know? So, well, like you found I it I found it very unpleasant to listen to, not going to lie. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, it's the same sort of thing. Like, I, I feel that I we've said this sort of before, but I, I do think that she's sort of ahead of her time mm. in, in terms of just experimenting with this production. Like you'll see in like 10 years, who knows? I mean, what kind of music will come out, but That's like, fair. I do that think like people will appreciate what she's trying to do, which is why like I respect her so much because, you know, if you're doing something different then automatically, like I, I give you props. Yeah. I give you props for that. So yeah, that is my, uh, caught my ear this week. Forever by Charlie XCX. Now, normally, this is where we would end the podcast, but we have a recommendation. Yes, it's been so long. Oh my god, I've it's missed been it. It's been so long. <laughs> it's been so long, but we we have one this week, and we're very happy about it. So, the song that we are well, the song that we are uh, were recommended was "Red Is a Feeling" by Sarah Bean. I think that's. I'm assuming it's just one like word. Yeah. Um. So. This song, where do I even begin? (laughs) I know. I I was floored by so many parts about this song, but the thing I want to say is, like, it's a very simplistic song. Yes. So there's not a lot going on about it, but what floored me was the vocals, the layering, like... Keep going, like everything else... (laughs) in this song everything else like it is it just floored me because um so the artist she's 16 which is great i know Um, another another young achiever we always talk about this like how is this fair how is it not it's not fair and i'm always going to be salty about it every anyone who's younger than me should not be more talented than me it's not fair i don't like it (laughs) it makes me very insecure and that's why it floored me so much because her so the way she sort of sings is it's she's got this beautiful mature voice which I was like I can't believe you're 16 and you're singing like this but the thing that really like got me was the layering like it's this very simplistic guitar track like it's there's not a lot going on in terms of instrumentation but then sort of these beautiful layered vocals come in and it's just I don't know, it's just like you get this really warm, fuzzy feeling. Mm, yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense. And then my favorite, like, absolute, like, it's sort of um, the guitar switches up in, like, the outro. And it's just, it's this, it's just a beautiful way to end the track with how it switches up. I love oh, it so much. Absolutely. Like, on the, on the harmony thing, I, as mm. we have discovered in previous episodes, I am a sucker for fabulous harmonies and this is one of those songs where i'm like oh my goodness i cannot get over how beautifully they're blended together obviously because it's probably just the same person but at the same time like it's still hard to get nice harmonies right and she has done an absolutely beautiful and outstanding job of this it is so gorgeous and then yeah so like the guitar throughout it's just this like very simplistic finger picking pattern throughout Mm -hmm. it and then right towards the end it like changes up a little and it's this gorgeous little like tidbit at the end that just like keeps you sort of 
like hanging on and like waiting for it and then it stops and you're like oh I just want to like start it again like I just want to like listen to it all over again because her vocals for a 16 year old it I I just don't have any words like there's such a maturity (laughs) like from where she comes from and you can you can just hear that she knows how to like use her voice well and that's Mm -hmm. hard to do at such a young age because you know you don't have that much experience with like using your voice in such a way but I yeah I cannot get over how beautiful she sounds and it's just this Mm -hmm. lovely like lo-fi track that I adore and I'm so glad that she sent it through to us to listen to because I I absolutely love it me too yeah and um I think I saw on her Spotify, I think she has another song. Um, yeah, I haven't listened so to it yet, but I really, really want to. I haven't to. listened to that one. Yeah, me too. Like, I definitely want to check out her other stuff because, yeah, and I hope she just keeps releasing music because she has, you know, she's got a really sort of good jumping, like, spot to keep going from. And I think, you know, if she just keeps making music, like, who knows sort of how far she'll go and how she'll evolve in her in her voice in her music mm. so yeah yeah awesome love it so yes that is our recommendation this week red is a feeling by sarah bean and now that brings us to the end of this week's episode thank you so much for listening if you got this far we understand it's weird it's wild these times are very Crazy. strange um so you can check us out on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, castbox youtube wherever you get your podcast fix. you can also follow us on all of our social media at caught my Earpod on facebook instagram and twitter you can send us your recommendations through there again because we love getting them we love listening to new stuff like we have discovered this beautiful new emerging artist that we never would have listened to otherwise mm-hmm. and this is why we love doing this so please 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 send us some recommendations through there we'd absolutely love it and you can follow all of the latest updates on our social media so hit us up there and you can check us out um and you can join us on monday for a brand new episode bye guys see ya